Welcome to the Genealogy Happy Hour, a place where new family historians can learn to document their family histories and celebrate their new discoveries. I'm Amy. And I'm Penny. And we're here to help you discover your family tree from the beginning. Welcome to episode 50. Today, Penny and I are going to be discussing some research strategies and we're also going to be following up on those New Year's resolutions that we made in January. But first, Penny, we've got wine. We've got wine. Um, so the wine we've chosen tonight is a Vouvray from the Loire Valley of France. And I picked it. Why? Because I've been doing a lot of French research. And I thought we're going to be drinking some wine from France. And I love the Loire Valley and this one, this is good. It's it's a little sweeter than what we normally drink. Um, but James Suckling says about this wine, a fresh and flavorful off-dry white with lemon and tinned pear with some cooked peaches. Medium body, drink now. And you know, when I, dr- I drank it, and then I, I had a little, and then you read me that. I was like, that's exactly what I, exactly, I drank. Exactly yes. what you It was like the tasted. perfect description of it. So it's, it's very good. Yeah. Yep. It's, uh, yeah, semi-dry. Yeah. That would be the other way Off I would dry. describe it. Off-dry. Off exactly. Dry. So I not heard that very before, nice. but I like very it. Very nice. Dry. Well, Amy? Yes. What, what have you been doing? We're just jumping right into the New Year's resolution <laughs> stuff first. <laughs> Um, okay, so my New Year's resolutions were to um, participate in, or, or watch a webinar mm-hmm. once a month. Yep. Once a month. Okay. Um, get rest on the piles in my office. Yep. Okay. Um, and then work on a supplemental for um, my for DAR. I did do that. Okay. I did submit a, I did submit a supplemental. It's I finished only February. Supplemental. It's only February, so you've done one of your three. Well, no, I, I did get rid of a couple piles. I mean, not all of them, but I, I'm down some piles. Oh. I'm not going to show you my office yet, but okay. I am down some piles. You have to trust me on that one. Okay. And then I did go on Legacy Family Tree webinars, and I printed um, their top webinars for the month, and I highlighted a couple. Um... I haven't watched. What, what, I haven't. What are you planning watching. on watching? What are the things that you're interested in? Five ways to make your screen larger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we we all need. We do need to know. How I to didn't do know that. that there were five different ways. So I'm excited to find out yes. how to make my screen larger. Yeah. Five different ways. They right? have those little um, like ten minute technology webinars, okay. whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The tech zone. Yes. It's a tech zone video. Yes. Can't wait. All right. Seriously. You know, the, the little the tech zone videos are not going to count as a full webinar watch. No. Oh, how many? You have to watch six. They're like <laughs> ten minutes, right? So you have to watch six of those to equal one webinar. All right, so I have, and I have to double up this month because I didn't really watch you one didn't. last month. I did. Okay, never mind. You're not going to buy that. Um, okay. Um, and then um, the other one that I thought was very interesting, um, I wanted to learn to, to watch, would be um, New Tools and Ideas in Research by uh, Joshua Taylor. Well, I actually watched that one. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> I, watched, I watched it when it was out live because I'm, I'm not working. Oh, you watched it live even, not even the recording. No, I watched oh. it live. Oh, extra points um, there, And huh? it, was, it was good. And I always try to glean a little 
little something off of all these webinars. And But the one thing I got from that, uh, Joshua said that he uses an app, and some of you might use this already. I'd never heard of it, so um, it was called Trello. Oh, I use that. Yeah. I use it. Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O, for <laughs> genealogy research. Well, I'd never heard of it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to learn about this. Because he wasn't super explicit in the webinar about like how he used it and what he did. And I was like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. So, of course, I go right to YouTube. I look for Trello for genealogy. And lo and behold, there's several different videos up there. Watch them all. Um, it wasn't, uh, the way the people were using it wasn't exactly the way I would use it, although I mm -hmm. saw the benefit to that. But I did use it just to try it out because I was like, I'm determined. I'm going to, I'm going to mm -hmm. work, work this and see what's so great about it. And I did work it, um, in my French genealogy when I did that all month, which was one of my resolutions was to work on this French genealogy. What were your other resolutions? I don't remember mm -hmm. because I'm so immersed in this one. <laughs> so, but what I will tell you, what I thought I would share was not only this uh, Trello thing, which I'll, I'll get to, I'll do that first, um, is what I was doing with the documents that I was finding. Because that's really what you want to talk about anyway. I'm sorry? Nothing. <laughs> okay, so, and we can talk, you can give me your experiences with Trello, but what I did was... So Trello, I look at it as, I look at it differently than they do. They call it a, a board, a list, and cards. Mm -hmm. I looked at it more as like the, if y'all can remember back in the day when the libraries had the card catalog, the, the actual piece of furniture that was the mm -hmm. card catalog is the board, mm -hmm. and then the lists are the drawers, and right. then the cards are inside the, inside the right. lists. Mm -hmm. so, um, so I made a board. Or the card catalog. I made the board uh, asking a question because I, I okay. just like to start with a right. question. And my mm -hmm. question was, who were Catherine Benair's parents? I had her birth, marriage, and death record and um, did not have any parents. So these are all in French and they're all from the early 1800s. So if you can imagine. That's very interesting. What that, that looks like. None of those had the names of her parents on them. Right, well, the, I think the mother was on there, but I wanted okay. to be sure it was the mother. Okay. Um, and when I when I go back into this, my French research, I'll, you'll know why I've, I even knew that, um, or, or having had the dates for to find these documents. But so I had the documents. I put them, and on this on this board, I made these lists, or this is my little drawer. So I had one that says Catherine, and I just kind of put the information I had about her in there. Her family, meaning mm -hmm. her children and her spouse, mm -hmm. anything I knew about them mm -hmm. was in there. Uh, another list would have been things to check, mm -hmm. documents found, and that's mm -hmm. where I put the birth, marriage, and death. And I had pictures of them, and I had the links to the website on there. Documents needed, uh, and then the answer to the question was mm -hmm. my last one. So I had all those things in there. I shared it with my son who's living in Geneva now, and he um, speaks French and can read French and whatnot, and I was hoping he could help me out. Of course, like I said, these things are from the 1800s. Mm -hmm. But I, I think I've gotten pretty good <laughs> about figuring them out. Um, 
just after looking at so many. So I shared the, the board with my son, and then he was able to go in and look at the list for documents found and pull up the cards that had birth, marriage, death, and then he could uh, use the website that I had put on there and click on that and open up the website and see the actual document if he couldn't enlarge. But he would need to watch that tech video five ways exactly. to enlarge your documents. So you actually had the link to the repository with, had, that had a digitized image. Yes. Okay. Yes. So he could just go right to that page and it would just open up the document. Sure. So we went through them. We went through them together. Mm-hmm. I was looking at what I thought, you know, mm-hmm. asking what his name. So we did determine that her mother was listed there um, and her grandfather but not her father. There was no father listed on any document. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I guess, there's I mean, a, there's obviously a DNA there's mystery. father, but yeah. that's probably a mystery I'll never solve. Right. So yeah. I can just mm-hmm. X off that line right. and kind of work on the others. But it worked really well for that, and I could see another option um, being like if I added, uh, if I did a board on my grandfather... And then all the lists would be like newspaper, documents, photos, you right. know, whatever. And I could put those things in mm-hmm. there and then share it with my family so mm-hmm. they could have access to mm-hmm. all the documents mm-hmm. I have, any mm-hmm. newspaper articles, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. I could see that mm-hmm. working. Mm-hmm. I've used it for, um, again, on a case-by-case case, case, by case basis, um, sort of like you did like a project, <clears throat> project management where... Um, my colleague in Germany and I would, one of us would create the board and then create um, the different lists um, based on the, the individuals that were in the family and then the documents that we needed to obtain. Either she needed to get them for me in Europe or I needed to get them for her here in the United States. And then we would put notes in, um, you know, I've ordered this document, um, this document's been received. And then we would have another board that would be um, completed. And then when you completed that list, then you dragged it over to, and you threw it in the completed column. And so we would move through that. And it was a good way for us to communicate um, and collaborate on the project, which was pretty much document retrieval or sometimes research that was needed to be done on either side. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if I would use it for, I mean, I love apps and things mm-hmm. like that, but I don't know if I would use it for... Just day-to-day stuff like a lot of people do. I'm, I'm really curious to see how other people use it for genealogy research. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm kind of figuring out the way it would work for me, mm-hmm. but I'd like to, I always like to see other people. So I mm-hmm. Like I said, I watched a few videos. I'm not sure the way the, the videos were set up or ways I would necessarily use it, but right. yeah. um, it was interesting. The problem that we ran into was we have so many different cases that we're working that um, they changed the um, the members, the free version. You right. can only have so many boards now where we had way too many. We had more boards than what they were giving us access to. So um, at the end of the day, we decided that it probably wasn't, for our purpose, it wasn't right to go ahead and, and upgrade to the the more premium or, or pay for the service. So, um, but yeah, it can definitely be used for it, um, for project management. Yeah, I have one board, so I don't I don't have that right. problem yet. Because right. I just I just started trying it out. Um, so so then let's go back to um, your research that you've been doing um, using a. Um, repository in um, Europe yes. that has digitized their records, which yes. they're more and more are coming online, which is fabulous. Yes, I was delving into um, the Norwegian archives 
um, Parish Records um, not too long ago, and it's just fabulous. So tell us yes, what you, how you uh, approach this from well, Florida. What I started, uh, what I started doing was I had a lot of digitized documents already that were in a folder. Mm-hmm. I had notes on them, so I, I knew who they were. And they were from, uh, they were sent to me by the archivist at the town that my grandmother was born in, St. Marie Omin in the Alsace um, region. And, and how did you make contact with that individual? <laughs> well, that was, I'm, I think we've talked about this we in the previous mm-hmm. one, but yep. it was, we just went to the town because my mom knew for sure where the house was that she was at, and we just wanted to see the house and get our picture taken. But we couldn't find it. So we went to the town hall and asked if there was somebody. We had our picture. We had the original picture mm-hmm. of my um, great-great-grandparents in front of this house and asked if, any, if they knew where this was. And they're like, oh, we know the perfect guy. He comes downstairs. He takes one look at it. And he's like, follow me. And out <laughs> the door we went and up the hill. And there we were at the location. Wow. And um, getting to talking to him, he had told me that he, you know, he is the one in charge of all the records and had all the books. We saw them in his office where I just wanted to stay. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> hi, family. I want to stay here. I'm moving in. Right. And I asked him if he wouldn't mind if I emailed him a list of mm-hmm. things that I needed, which I did. And at that point, um, I mean, he was great. Mm-hmm. He sent me everything I asked for. And then I found out that some of them were already online because I get he's and and reading and actually this is really funny because since then when I've been doing this I've also I go on Genianet um, which I love Genianet.com which is a great resource and there's a gentleman on there who has my whole line or pretty much my whole family or anybody that's from Saint Marie Mean you know outside of that when they're from Saint Croix or. Um, I guess Heim and whatever he doesn't have that but anybody in St. Marie mm-hmm. he's got all the birth marriage death dates and everything no documents on there but just the dates and they're very accurate because mm-hmm. I can take those dates and find right. them or <clears throat> match them to the documents I and that's have. A gr- and that's a great example of using information that you find online mm-hmm. as a starting point mm-hmm. and then proving that mm-hmm. information so that's great. Well when I reread just the other day actually I reread um, David's email to me and at the bottom he said go on um and i I don't know how to pronounce it heredis h-e-r-e-d-i-s um and look up this person's name and i was like oh my gosh that's the guy's name that i've been looking at on genianet his tree so he's even he he's obviously working or has worked with this gentleman he knows him he lives there Mm -hmm. so that confirmed to me that okay this everything on there Mm -hmm. is pretty legit and I don't know how I didn't read that the first time. Again, go back and read your stuff. Absolutely, because always go back. You're right. Find something. Um, so I got lucky that I knew I knew that that was all going to work out. That everything that guy had up there. So I was, could always go back and pull dates. And then once I had the dates, I could go into the archives of the Oran or the H A U T E R H I N, which I would probably say the Haute Rhine, mm-hmm. but it's the Upper Rhine. Mm-hmm. Um, they say the Oran, um, and you uh, can easily plug in the town you're looking for. If you're looking for a birth, marriage, death, or a variety of other things, I've only gone through birth, marriage, and death at this point, and the year or a year range, and you hit search. And here's the tricky part. 
all the books come up in that year range, and you now have to go through those books. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about any of you, but I actually love the hunt. I love to go through mm-hmm. those books and search. And it took me a little while to figure it out that each book, the index is after the uh, section. So I had to, you know, because I was trying right. to correlate it. And I'm like, okay, here's, this is the way it goes. So you... The panel comes up on the left-hand side of the page, and then you're, what you're looking at is on the center of the page. So you're scrolling through these little pictures, and I'm just going by the look of the page till mm-hmm. I came up sure. with what looked like the index. Right. Yep. And then you yep. click on the index, mm-hmm. and you go through the index until you find the year. Mm-hmm. And then but when you find it, it's like, yeah! <laughs> and then you have to go back to that page uh-huh. and, um, and find your document. And once I find the document... Because this particular site does not let you uh, print from there or download. download. Mm-hmm. I use a snipping tool. Mm-hmm. So I snip it. Mm-hmm. I add it to um, paint only because I, I, I just know how that works. And then I add a text box where I put the URL mm-hmm. in there and the, any information that I want to put Perfect. in there. Mm-hmm. I print that off for my binder. Mm-hmm. I also save it in uh, the file. So I have a documents file in my Mm -hmm. genealogy file. It's under my mom's name because it's on her side. And then under there, it's under the Florence side. And then it's by the name of the person. Mm -hmm. And then I will save it there. And then I will also add it to my Roots Magic uh, online genealogy as the proof of that fact of that fact Mm -hmm. and then put the media picture up there as well and then mark it as proven so it's it's definitely a lot of steps but I know I have a printed copy and that printed copy I put in my binder which I've got sitting right here um, in a sheet protector with a label with the name um, what it is and the date and then where I got it if I got it from the archive or if I got it from David when he mm-hmm. sent me the file. Mm-hmm. So, and most of those that he sent me are from the archive, but not all. Because the archive is only dated from, what did I say, 1793? Right, 1793, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. up there. So I have some that are earlier than that and a few that are later that he gave me that he could find. They're not digitized? No, mm-hmm. not on that web, right. not, not there. Okay. And mm-hmm. I haven't figured out um, mm-hmm. if there is another mm-hmm. place. That's the place he sent me to look Mm -hmm. and I do have a list going for him of all the people that either have dates before that or after that I still need um, some records for that he might be able to help me with in this research I found quite a few people from Bern Switzerland oh that's where my peeps are from so but oh my gosh maybe we're related from there um, but I also, you know, just Googling things out there, mm-hmm. there is an awesome Swiss archive site that I was like, okay, that's going to be my next move is mm-hmm. to go into the Swiss archives. I have not and, been there. Yes. Mm-hmm. And see if I can get some documents from there as well. So right now I'm finishing up with the, this town of St. Marie Main. I'm going through very meticulously everybody in the line, making sure I have notations down what documents mm-hmm. I have. Oh, and Roots Magic, they will um, print you a list. This was the other thing I did, was print a report of all the missing information on these people. 
So that line on my mom's mom's side, I have all highlighted in red. And these are just direct. They're not, mm-hmm. I don't have brothers, sisters, mm-hmm. extra kids. So I highlight all of those names for the report to show me those people that are missing birth, marriage, and death. Mm-hmm. That way I know who, exactly who I'm going to hunt for mm-hmm. because the other people I already have that information. Right. Once I get all of that, then I can go back through and see the original people if I have proven it, mm-hmm. like if or if I have the document but I haven't checked it off as mm-hmm. proven mm-hmm. and put it in mm-hmm. there because I want to make sure I have all of that done. Right. Or it's like you said, you've got the birth record, but there's no dad. There's no father listed. Right. So is there any other documents that I can get that might list a father? Exactly. Which, exactly. Right. Like, is Why there not? a christening record? Is there right. something? Like, I'm the just sticking with record. these yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a process. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for the ones I can't find the information about to prove those things. And then I'll go off into the other towns um, for the people in the other towns and whatnot in Switzerland. Right. And try to get try to get far back. Well, some of them go back into the 15s, mm-hmm. which is, right. you know, and I know if this guy that, you know, I found his tree mm-hmm. on there, I said, if he's got a date on there, he's seen a document. He's, right. That's so good. So it's yeah. got to be out there somewhere. <laughs> right. And I'm, I'm going to find it. So... Yes, it has been a, um, quite a process in making sure I get all the steps right. Printing it, labeling it, mm-hmm. filing it, mm-hmm. putting it in Roots Magic, mm-hmm. putting it in my computer. But, you know, I mean, how many times have you gone back to look at something that when you were a baby genealogist, you didn't cite it? Now you've got to go back and pretty much do the research all over again to find yes. where the document came from because you've got to photocopy of it or you have you know but you don't know where you got it yes so yeah yeah it's taking the time to process those things and like i said when he sent me all that stuff Mm -hmm. i didn't process it i just was i I labeled it Mm -hmm. but i didn't file it i haven't scanned it all you know Mm -hmm. so that's what i'm that's what i'm doing now make sure that's all done all right so you get the gold star for for the month gold star Very cool, very cool. So, and you knew, you learned a new tool in the process. I did. Too. So I nice. did. I think very it's always good. important that we learn a new tool or learn something new in our mm-hmm. genealogy. Absolutely, research. we're always learning. There's always new stuff out there. Yeah. I mean, there's there's new digitized um, archives and records everywhere on Ancestry, on Family Search. National archives are coming up all the time with with new digitized material. So mm-hmm. that's great. We always have to be looking back. Yeah. And in our in our blog post, I will list all the places that I talked about that Heritage and GeniaNet, mm-hmm. the archives, just in case y'all Good. are doing um, research in France or in the Alsace region. Mm-hmm. Hope, hopefully somebody's out there doing some, has some Alsatian history. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Yeah. So we had an email. The other, we did from the other day. Um, Shelby in Northern California. Mm-hmm. And thank you for listening, Shelby. We hope um, you continue to enjoy our podcast. Um, Shelby had a question on, I guess, becoming a professional genealogist yeah. or different steps you can take um, to turning your hobby into something that you can do to help other um, other people who want to um, know more about their families. Um, I would suggest um, that you um, obtain a copy of the book Professional Genealogist. That's um, a standard, as well as the um, uh, the uh, board for um, certification of genealogists. They have the um, genealogical proof standards. I would get a copy of those as well. You need to be following um, those, and then. Um, Education. Um, there's a progen study group that you can become a part of. It's an 18-month program. 
Um, we've talked about some edu- other educational opportunities recently on um, one of our prior podcasts. Um, all of those are something that you should um, at least, um, I think, um, participate in um, once or twice, you know, depending on where you want to um, focus, if you want to focus your profession on a certain area or have a certain expertise. Um, many people do. And um, if you want to look towards accredit- is accreditation, there's also certification. Those are two different roads that you can take. Um, some people have done both. Um, those you don't are necessarily things, have to have you the do accreditation not, no. to Absolutely. Yeah. No, no. Um, but, um, and then, um, but just really look at, review the reporting, um, the types of reports that are standard in the field. And, um, you know, maybe start out with, I would say, you know, the ProGen study group is a great one. Um, Boston University, they have a program. Yeah, There's several several programs, yeah. Um, look into those educational opportunities as well. Yeah. And I think the focus, too, though, is on writing up your your research, the reports Correct. that you're handing to your clients. Are, mm-hmm. you know, and, right, and make sure that you're, you're citing the sources yeah. and that you have, um, you know, if you need to exhaust it, all um, types of um, records or at least did an exhaustive search mm-hmm. um, to make mm-hmm. sure that you haven't left anything out. So, But also the time management is a big, is a big issue too because if you're working professionally, you're working um, usually by the hour, um, and so you need to perfect that balance of research, writing, and keeping within your um, the time frame that the client has requested. Right. So and, and are they asking? Deadlines. Are you taking on clients that just want to know one thing, mm-hmm. or are they wanting you to do an entire well, family? Yes, and then you have to start. Yeah, you've got to start breaking those projects down. You know, I want to know everything there is to know about my family. Okay, well, let's start with which line. You know, you have to start to learn to. Um, you know, mm-hmm. bite off, don't bite off more than, than you can chew or that the client isn't going to be able to or want to pay for. I mean, you can't do you know, big projects. No. So, okay, well, which, which line of the family do you want to focus on first, you know? Yeah, it'd be and, great if they did want to pay for that, right? Yeah, exactly. But, you know, break it down into, um, you know, those small pro- smaller projects. What's the question? What's the question you want answered? Or two questions you want answered. And that that's going to take up a good a good. Uh, research project right mm-hmm. there. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, those are good ways to start. Good places to start. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, um, absolutely. absolutely. And, and anyone out there who's ready to take the plunge into professional mm-hmm. absolutely, genealogy. Absolutely. Or, you know, and some people do take these classes not to, because they don't want to be, they don't want to take on uh, paid jobs, um, paid projects, but they want to learn to write up their own research um, more professionally, they may be preparing to want to publish, self-publish some things, um, or just the other thing you can do is volunteer at your local um, in your local society to help <clears throat> to help others. Um, volunteer at the library if they have a genealogy evening one day a week and start practicing helping other people who whose families you are not familiar with and then learning all of the different resources that because every I mean every state has different resources that are available so you need to learn what's available to you what's not how to get those resources um, or get the, do- the documentation you need and which resources you need to go to to get that where you can get documents where you can't get documents all those types of things so um, you know and here in the United States it's 50 states and that means there's 50 different rules on what documents you can get and what is available what's not available so 
um, yeah, some are some regions and some areas are, are easier than others. Yeah, and so I'm glad my family is just Ohio and West Virginia. That's yeah, it. and Virginia, I guess. Yeah, those are yeah. <coughs> Yeah, because some people have multiple, so many states, it's trying to keep track of everything. Yeah. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, all right. So um, we hope that you will um, continue on your New Year's resolutions. Yes. I I will. And, um, again, you get the gold star. Gold star for me. Gold star. So, but um, go out, um, check out those um, digitized records that are online. Yep. Yeah, and try Trello. See what you think. Absolutely, if you haven't. Or if you do use it and you use it for genealogy, let us know how you use it. So maybe um, your way is a great way that I mean, I would I would love to find some new ways to use it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So share okay. next time. Cheers. Thank you for listening. Please email us with any questions or comments at genealogyhappyhour at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.genealogyhappyhour.com, for additional resources, books, and wines. Don't forget to drink responsibly. And never drink around genealogical documents.